0: I think you know uh, we've talked about home title lock a few times here on the program and we've done it because we wanted to make you aware of this crime that i mean i don't think i knew anything about a couple years ago it's a place where you lose your home it's a place where you're suffering in your financial future it's a place where a cyber criminal goes and takes away your home's title acts like they own your home not you and once you have the on paper ownership of a home you can borrow against its equity and that's what people do Uh, far too often. Thousands and thousands of people have been affected by this, and it's it's not slowing down. If anything, it's still accelerating unless, of course, you happen to be with Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock, if you use the promo code RADIO, enter your address for free. You'll get a no obligation home title scan. That's $100 value, absolutely free. Again, it's HomeTitleLock.com. The code is RADIO. Protect your home, protect your equity, protect your financial future, protect your inheritance, protect everything. With HomeTitleLock.com, the code is RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code Radio.
1: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. For years, I have warned about uh, something, and it has been, honestly, my greatest worry that it would slip through America's fingers. Uh, And today, i got to begin the program, and I'm doing it, honestly, for people who actually listen to this show, people who feel the same way that I do and are awake not those people who are just kind of off onto the sides. The news I'm gonna share with you um, requires you to be fully awake. If that's you, stick around. If not, you make your own choice. We give you that story that is now happening in the world in 60 seconds. LifeLock gives you the courage you didn't know you needed to exist in a largely online daily experience. In the regular world, an armed society is a safer society. In the online world, people armed with the cybercrime-fighting benefits of LifeLock are a safer society. Now if you think that cybercriminals are out there and they're not going to bother you, I'm telling you they're drooling over your personal information. Uh, it is important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect all of our lives. Everything we do is online these days. And if you don't want to uh, cut the internet safety out of the budget, uh, you know, you're thinking, maybe I should. Don't, please. 25% off a subscription with Lifelock. Top of the line in cybersecurity, both preventive measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into because nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. LifeLock is the best out there. LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK, 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code BECK and get 25% off. I came from Nuremberg to provide historic context to the global threat confronting our civilization today. These past two and a half years have been especially stressful as painful memories have been rekindled. In 1941, I was three and a half when my family was forced from our home in Romania and deported to the Ukraine. We were herded into a concentration camp, essentially left to starve. Death was ever-present. My father died of typhus when I was five. In 1944, as the final solution was being aggressively implemented, Romania retreated from its alliance with Nazi Germany. The government parented several hundred Jewish orphans under the age of 12 to return to Romania. I was not an orphan. My mother lied to save my life. I boarded a cattle car train, same train that continued to transport Jews to the death camps, even as Germany was losing the war. Four years elapsed before I was returned and reunited with my mother. These are the words of Viera Sharev. She gave a speech in Nuremberg just a couple of days ago. She was speaking at the Children's Health Defense Conference. Her speech is titled, Unless All of Us Resist, Never Again, is right now. She talked about how we're supposed to remember, we're supposed to remember the Holocaust and it is the symbol of unmitigated evil. She said the moral norms and human values were systematically obliterated, not all at once, but over several years. She said the Nazi system destroyed the social conscience. And millions of people worked. And they were worked to death as slave laborers. Others were abused. Some were experimental human guinea pigs. She said it didn't begin in Auschwitz. The Holocaust was preceded by nine years of incremental restrictions on personal freedom and the suspension of legal and civil rights. She said the stage was set by fear-mongering and hate-mongering propaganda. She said a series of humiliating discriminatory government edicts demonized people as spreaders of uh, disease. Jews were compared to lice. Why am I telling you this today? I want you to hear the rest of what she said, but I'll tell you why I'm saying it. This just came from the Associated Press. Canada, a country with perhaps the most permissive euthanasia laws in the world, will soon make those laws even more permissive. I'll give you the rest of the story. After I finish telling you what... Vera said, she said the real viral disease that infected Nazi Germany is eugenics and eugenics is the elitist ideology at the root of all genocide. The elitist ideology, she said, it is cloaked in a mantle of pseudoscience. It was embraced by the academic and medical institutions as well as the judiciary eugenicists justified social and economic inequality they legitimized discrimination apartheid sterilization euthanasia and and genocide the nazis called it ethnic cleansing for the protection of the gene pool she said but medicine was perverted from its healing mission and it was weaponized First, it was control of reproduction through forced sterilization. Then it was to eliminate those deemed as subhuman. The first victims, however, of medical murder were a thousand German disabled children and toddlers. This murderous operation was expanded to an estimated 10,000 children up to the age of seventeen. Then the next victims were the mentally ill. And then they were followed by the elderly in nursing homes. And they were all worthless, useless, worthless eaters. She says the purpose of the Holocaust memorials is to warn and inform future generations about how an enlightened Civil society can be transformed into a genocidal universe ruled by absolute moral depravity. Remember, the Germans were the smartest among us. They were the most educated among us. This was not a third world country. This is the country that led the world in science and education. How did that happen? She went on with her speech, she said the Nazi era, the study of history and most of the humanities, including philosophy, religion and ethics, have been overshadowed by an emphasis on utilitarian science and technology. She says, as a result, few people recognize the foreboding similarities between today's policies in today's Western world and those under the Nazi regime. By declaring a state of emergency in 1933 and in 2020, constitutionally protected personal freedoms, legal rights, civil rights were all swept aside and repressive discriminatory decrees followed. In 1933, she said the primary target for discrimination were the Jews. Today, however, the target is people who refuse to be injected with experimental genetically engineered vaccines. Then and now, government dictates were crafted to eliminate segments of the population. In 2020, government dictates forbade hospitals from treating the elderly in nursing homes. The result, she says, was mass murder. Government decrees continue to forbid doctors to prescribe life-saving FDA-approved medicines. Government-dictated protocols continue to kill. The media is silent, as it was then. The media broadcast a single government-dictated narrative, just as it had under the Nazis. Strict censorship silences opposing views. In Nazi Germany, few individuals objected, but those who did were imprisoned in concentration camps. Today, doctors and scientists who challenge the approved narrative are maligned. Their reputation's trashed. They risk losing their license to practice as well as having their homes and workplace raided by SWAT teams. She says the moral significance of the Nuremberg Code cannot be overstated. The code is the most authoritative internationally recognized document in the history of medical ethics. It's a landmark uh, document that was formulated in response to the evidence of medical atrocities committed by Nazi physicians and scientists. The Nuremberg Code rejects the ideology of eugenics and unequivocally asserts Primacy and dignity of the individual human being as opposed to the greater good of society. The Nuremberg Code defined foundational and universal moral and legal standards and the human rights that it protects apply to every human being. It sets limits on the parameter of permissible medical experiments. Equally important, the Nuremberg Code holds doctors and research investigators personally responsible to ensure the human subject's safety and to ensure that the person freely gave his voluntarily fully informed consent. Finally, she says the genocidal culture that permeated the Nazi regime did not end in 1945. It metastasized in the United States. At the end of the war, the U.S. government agents helped 1,600 high-ranking Nazi scientists, doctors, and engineers to evade justice at Nuremberg. These technocrats facilitated the murderous Nazi operations. They were Hitler's partners in crime. They were secretly smuggled into the U.S. under Operation Paperclip. This was a violation of explicit orders by President Harry Truman. These Nazi criminals were placed in high-level positions at major American scientific and medical institutions where they continued their work. What's more, these Nazi technocrats trained a generation of American scientists, doctors, and engineers. She said in 1961, in his farewell address to the nation, Dwight Eisenhower warned against the increased dominance of the military industrial complex, whose total influence, economic, political, political, even spiritual, is felt everywhere. We must be alert to the danger that public policy itself could be captive of a scientific technological elite. A posse of ruthless, interconnected global billionaires, she said. ...have now gained control over national and international policy-setting policy setting institutions. They have embarked on implementing a diabolical agenda to overthrow democracy and the Western civilization, to depopulate the global population, to eliminate nation-states and establish one world government, to eliminate cash and establish one digital currency to inject digital IDs or artificial intelligence capabilities into every human being. If these objectives become a reality, we will be digitally surveilled 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In May 22, she said, the World Economic Forum in Davos, Klaus Schwab, the architect of this dystopian Great Reset, declared, let's be clear, the future is not just happening. The future is built by us, a powerful community here in this room. We have the means to impose the state of the world. She said the ultimate goal of these megalomaniacs is to gain total control of the world's natural resources, the financial resources, and also... To replace some humans with transhumans. Transhumanism is a biotech-enhanced caste system. It's the new eugenics. Klaus Schwab, the lead advisor, is Yuval Noah Harari, an Oxford University-trained Israeli. He's a proponent of the new eugenics and transhumanism. He refers to humans as hackable animals and declared, we have the technology to hack humans on a massive scale. This is the new eugenics. Harari declares that there are too many, quote, useless people. To me, that sounds too close to the Nazi term worthless eaters. These megalomaniacs have paved the world for another Holocaust. This time, the threat of genocide is global in scale. This time, there will be no rescuers unless all of us resist now. Never again is now. Now, back to the story from Canada in 60 seconds. If you haven't been stockpiling food in anticipation of the coming shortages, it's really time for you to consider getting started. Thank you for being awake. There's a difference between being woke and awake. And I am wide awake. Are you? Get started. Inflation is crazy. Who knows what other crazy things could happen in the coming months? War with Russia? It'd be hard to say it's impossible with a straight face, especially right now. But even if it is just inflation, that's reason enough. Right now, my Patriot Supply is taking $250 off their three-month emergency food kit. This is the lowest price since 2019. Unlike a lot of companies out there, My Patriot Supply is fighting for you, and they want you and your family to be well prepared no matter what happens. Limited time, so please go to preparewithglen.com, grab your three month emergency food kit, the lowest price this has been since I think 2016 or 2019. $250 off the regular price. Save $250 today. Supplies are limited. This is not going to last. Go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Canada first legalized euthanasia, uh, a process in which doctors administer drugs in order to end a patient's life, back in 2016. Now, it supposedly attempts to restrict the practice only to those patients with verifiable pathological conditions uh, who are experiencing unbearable physical or mental suffering that cannot be relieved under conditions that patients consider acceptable and whose death is reasonably foreseeable. Now, you have to submit a request and then you have to have two doctors sign off exactly the same as they used in Germany. That is the way they did it. Now, reports are coming out of Canada that some patients, particularly the disabled, have been coerced in euthanasia and have had uh, some of those patients who have been euthanized did not actually suffer life-threatening illnesses. This is going to become much more popular everywhere unless it stops now. Because they're expanding in Canada. This is the latest. They're expanding so that mature minors under the age of 18... And those with exclusive mental conditions can qualify, according to the Associated Press. Mary Vott, the founder of Vaught Strategies, particularly troubled by the latter group since government lockdowns over the past two years may have instigated or exacerbated experiences of mental illness and that an explosion of new deaths from euthanasia may soon result in Canada. Others are concerned that some hospital professionals have already convinced some vulnerable patients to request euthanasia, perhaps against their better judgment, noting that the Canadian law does not oblige medical professionals to discuss euthanasia decisions with the parents or the family. According to the AP, 10,000 Canadian patients were legally euthanized last year. That's more than a 30% increase from the year before. Of all the patients who have been euthanized since the law first went into effect, 65% of them suffered from cancer, heart problems, respiratory issues, and neurological conditions, also commonly listed conditions. 65%. Changes in the euthanasia law in Canada go into effect in 2030. Churches... Wake up. Wake up. If we lose our Christian, charitable, Judeo-Christian principles, we will make the Nazis look like rookies. I've been saying that since 2008, and I'm telling you, now you can finally, if you're awake, see the handwriting on the wall. We will make the Nazis look like rookies with today's technology. This globe cannot be put into the hands of the elites. We must never go take another step down this road of what's good for the collective. The individual doesn't matter. That attitude must stop and we must reverse it. The individual right must prevail. I pray for you. I pray for your strength. I pay, pray for your peace. We have an incredible role to play and incredible times. You will see. Not just miracles. You will see Moses like miracles if we live to deserve them and live in such a way we can actually call them down. The Glenn Back Program. William wrote in to talk about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I just can't believe I'm not hurting anymore after using Relief Factor. I've been in pain for over 40 years, but today I'm pain free. I tell all my friends about it. Relief Factor is great, and I just wanted to thank you. William? Thank you for not just hearing the show, but thank you for listening and for writing in, giving Relief Factor a chance. Sounds like you got your life back. If you need your life back, we need everybody in the fight. Feeling good. It was developed by doctors, but it's not gonna be something that spaces you out. It has four key ingredients that fight inflammation. The three week quick start developed for you is only nineteen ninety five. That's a dollar a day, like the trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. It's ReliefFactor.com. Call 1 800 the number 4 Relief. 800 4 Relief. Get the 1995 three week quick start developed for you now. ReliefFactor.com. 800 the number 4 Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference.
0: more important than ever blazetvcom tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv
1: this is the glenn beck program we're we're glad you're here you know i i uh i told the boys a long time ago probably right after uh 9 11, maybe, probably maybe 2004. If I start talking about Jesus, we're in, uh, if I start reading the Bible or quoting the Bible, we're in trouble. If I start mm. talking about Jesus, that's a different, and I laid out everything that I was going to, I'm so close to hitting that last barrier um, because we are, we have got to get back to God we and in mm-hmm. he is never going to be on our side remember he loves all of his children and he's looking going how can these guys be so misguided what happened he does not want us to go kill them he doesn't want uh, he doesn't want us to go uh enslave them or call them vermin he wants us to help them Uh, And if we want to be on his side, we have to do that. Now, I don't know how that is going to work, but we have got to keep our Judeo-Christian heart open. Maybe now some things that I've been saying for 10 years are starting to make sense. But if we don't keep that heart open, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. If you don't have compassion for everyone, it will not work. Pat Gray is joining us from Pat Gray Unleashed. And that's really hard, isn't it? I mean, oh my gosh,
2: yes. I'm so angry before my show even starts at six in the morning that it's
1: tough to my have heart compassion. Was, my heart at, at a half hour before I have a final producer meeting and uh, I, I finished the show prep and I just went, oh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, And it's, it's every day so, like it's that. It's every
2: day like There's that. There's just no let up. And it used to be, okay, you'd have your bad days and your bad stories, and you'd think, oh, man, that's not good.
1: And it was in the future. Yeah,
2: right. And, but then there'd be days when, you know, things were fine, and you didn't have a, a thousand stories about how bad things are. There's no escape from it anymore. It seems like every day, all day,
1: it's just bad news. But there is, there is good news. Mm. We ju- they ju- it just doesn't make you know, the news. Well, we just had Roe v. Wade overturned, which was really good news. Yeah. We've had so many good things. What day that was that when that happened? I, happens, I was just thinking of I, the day. Uh, 22 Yeah. Huh.
0: Oh, that's right. I'm wearing the shirt from <laughs> studosmerch.com that wow. says the date mm, wow. that it was overturned. Mm. And uh, I feel like I came in today and Glenn's like six twenty four twenty two. 22 and I was thinking to myself, <laughs> this is why we made the shirt, right? Right, because it's weird. I, they I want us got to remember it. It January six. They want me. us to be talking about J Jan- yeah. one 6, over we got and over that again. 6-24-22. I don't know.
1: Millions of babies potentially living mm-hmm. seems like a bigger development. <laughs> I does. don't know. It does. Here's what. Here's the. Here's what concerns me. I think that bought us time. Um, I think here's, so too. Here's what mm-hmm. we really have to pay attention to. Abraham Lincoln was very clear. We cannot succeed without humbling ourselves, begging for forgiveness, and aligning ourselves with God. Yeah. We will not succeed. And George Washington said the same thing. And I don't see that. Get your butt. I don't care where it is a church or a mountain. But align yourself with God, align yourself with him and walk in his path, not man's path.
2: And it's interesting because Lincoln was surrounded by people who were confused by his transition when he, you know, kind of turned really spiritual. Yes. At a point in his presidency, people were like, what are you doing? What, what are you talking about? We need to win this war. Yeah. Let's win the war, and then we'll worry about all that other cute little stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. And it couldn't be done that way. No. And he knew it. Had we had to turn to God first. We had to fulfill the covenant we'd made with God, and then
1: we can win the war. He said, I wasn't a Christian when I came to office. I wasn't a Christian when my son died. I wasn't a Christian at the beginning of the war. I became a Mm -hmm. Christian at Gettysburg. Now, what is going to be our Gettysburg? It will happen. You will be humbled. I mean, it's going to happen. Now, do we have to lose absolutely everything? Lincoln had the answer to that. If all the treasures and riches have to be piled up in one giant heap. So be it. So be it. But mm-hmm. he humbled himself and asked the country to humble himself uh, themselves right after Gettysburg. We lost every single battle but two at the front of the war. Gettysburg happened. He then humbled himself. He became spiritual and mm-hmm. asked America to do the same. Completely turned everything around. And we only lost one battle after that. You yeah. can call that a coincidence. I call that a miracle.
2: Yeah, people either forgot or didn't know the North, the union was on the verge of losing Losing the war badly. Yeah.
1: Badly. Yeah. They were getting their butt kicked. Yeah. If Gettysburg wouldn't have held them, I mean, Lee had to turn Mm -hmm. around and, and, uh, and go back. Mm -hmm. And if, if it wasn't for Gettysburg being held by the North, all of Pennsylvania would have been lost. Right. Then you got nothing. It's almost over by now. Yeah. And it is not, it is not just, humbling yourself it is about the martin luther king uh 10 commandments if you want to be engaged in this fight in the right way you need to print go just go to go to google and just look for martin luther king's 10 commandments of nonviolent protest and put them on your refrigerator put them as your screensaver those Must be done. Remember, Bonhoeffer lost because, I mean, not in the grand scheme of things, blah, blah, blah. We can argue about that later. He lost in stopping Germans because the Judeo-Christian heart had already been changed. That took six Mm. months before the churches replaced the picture of Jesus on their altars with a picture of Adolf Hitler. Six months later, they were talking about getting rid of the Old Testament because it was too Jewish. That was not a Christian movement, and the Christians had already been captured. Think of this. What was the Weimar Republic? Why did the society swing so far the other way? Why? Because the Weimar Republic was fine with any kind of sexual activity, in fact, it promoted, it promoted just anything goes. Then it was, a, it was a country that everyone was on drugs. Nobody wanted to work. The old people were like, this isn't our country. What are we doing? Good thing none of that sounds familiar. Right. And then the last thing mm. that caused it was Jeez. hyperinflation. Again, uh, glad that's not on the yeah, horizon, right? Right. The the churches decayed in that decade, and then what happened? Then the Nazis came in and said, "I will bring law and order because people aren't paying for their crimes." Sound familiar? Please, I beg of you, if you are a pe- priest, a a pastor, a rabbi, just somebody who knows God's principles, please start waking your churches and your congregations up. If you don't stand, the only thing that will stand against this movement, the only thing is a people who are in line with God and peaceful in their hearts and understand that we cannot hate the other side.
2: Please wake your churches up. And we have a pretty good example of what happens when you don't follow that. Um, January 6th, for instance, where people got out of control, and we're paying for that ever since. That act of, of the rioting going on at the Capitol building is thrown in our face every single day. And it just delegitimizes the right and, and gives them it.
1: the left wants it. They, they so badly wanted. Remember so badly. how
2: badly they wanted it during the tea party and they didn't yes, get it. Right. And it completely defanged we were them.
1: Disciplined then. They yeah. didn't even get
2: litter. No,
1: there was. Right. They didn't even the get Washington papers left on the mall. Cleaner. Remember, remember the tea party, the tea party at the beginning was highly influenced by the 912 project. The values and principles; those were mm-hmm. all based on Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. principles, mm-hmm. and the Tea Party, and towards the end, started just to become a uh, a political thing. That's where you get into trouble. It, you know, I know they're trying to make everybody look in like Christian, uh, you know, white supremacists today. You know who you are. If you're a white supremacist, you're no friend of mine. Sit down. Shut up. If you are a Christian that wants to be on the side of God, which means you can defend yourself, but not strike out. Then we can be friends. Then we can be friends. But we have got to change our ways now can i give you a little bit of uh nazi yeah. hits history to oh, back up no. your oh no i thought you were going to have something
0: good <laughs> no i well this is one of my favorite pieces because okay. it just shows how absolutely nuts these people were but you mentioned hitler wanting to get the the Judaism out of uh, of out of the Bible mm. and the Jewishness out of out of the whole situation. <laughs> out of Jesus, he was not a fan. So gonna rinse that Jew right so, out of his hair. Really... going <laughs> rinse that Jew right out of his hair. It was that clear. Uh, 1939, Hitler established the Institute for the Study and Eradication of Jewish Influence on German Church Life, <laughs> oh, or the very catchy I S E J I G C, okay for short. Uh, uh-huh. He used this to change the Christian churches from within. The Institute was created to institutionalize two new doctrines. One, the Old Testament is garbage because it was written by Jews. And two, <laughs> Jesus was not Jewish. In fact, the Nazis came to believe that mm. Jesus... He was Episcopalian. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Did you know that yeah. Yeah, that would have been more believable. <laughs> yeah. uh, in fact, the Nazis from came India, to believe that right? Jesus was appropriated mm-hmm. from the long-forgotten Germanic god, Christ. And uh. that the Bible was actually written in German and that the New Testament took place entirely in Germany. (laughs) An SS member, Carl Willigut, just happened to stumble upon these lost facts. He was later committed to an insane asylum. So, I think it went pretty well.
1: Thank you, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed is the name of his podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcast. By the way, I spent time with Rob Schneider yesterday. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a great podcast. Uh, it'll be out Thursday for um, Blaze TV subscribers. Saturday, it'll be on YouTube and everywhere. Um, but it is—it's uh, pretty it's brave. Very thoughtful, very brave, and really funny. Mm. Really funny. Um, if you're getting tired of being told that you're what's wrong with America, are you tired of the corporations going woke left and right and being the one who ends up having to pay for everything? Literally, figuratively, we are paying for these corporations. Here's what I would like you to do. I want you to look at all your bills. I want you to look at your cell phone bill in particular. If you're tired of paying through the nose for a cell phone plan with big mobile companies, um, most likely they are sending some of your money to leftist causes. I get it. I don't use a cell phone. I'm thinking about getting rid of all the internet myself, but, uh, uh, I got one, I got a cell phone recently. I don't carry it with me or anything. I just got it to support Patriot mobile because I believe in what they're doing. Patriot mobile has plans that are affordable for any budget. You get the same great coverage because they're on the same towers as big mobile. And, they stand behind the same issues that you are fighting for. PatriotMobile.com slash 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code back to get free activation. By the way, they're under attack by the left like crazy. Please pray for them. Uh, special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Join the movement. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me go to Steve in New Jersey. Hello, Steve. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Guess what? First off, I want to say great to, talking to you it's, thank you like, i'm i've been a big fan for a while uh your monologues are very insightful thank you um so it makes me a fan um i i just had a thing about what you were saying earlier about compassion for our enemies and there's just the, the one group of enemies i i don't see how anybody can have compassion for is the the pedophiles and the groomers like like So I want to make sure that you understand that having compassion for people does not mean you embrace or don't punish their activities through the courts. Um, So it's not embracing their activities. It is being able to have it's being able to see that somehow or another something in them has gone wrong. And you wish that wouldn't have happened, but it has. So they have to pay the price for that. But you still love them. You don't hate them. They're still your brother. I mean, as I guess as a father, I I just cannot see how I can tolerate that in any sense. I I don't think it can be cured. Do you? I'm not saying that. uh, Please understand. I am not saying... That you have to accept it or, or have compassion and say, you know what, a lighter sentence. No. No, you don't have to do any of that. You just can't hate them. And that is the key. And if, if you as a dad, because I too, if this happened to my daughter, I mean, it almost happened to a family member of mine. Uh, and I have to tell you, uh, everything in me as a man and a dad wanted to go kill that person. Honestly. Honestly. But if you as a dad can't relate to doing that, think about our dad in heaven, God, and what we did to his son. Uh, he did not punish us. He forgave us. Uh, I don't know how that happens, but it can only happen through prayer and through miracles of God. The Glenn Back Program.